Hey, welcome to the Eat Local Center New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and in this week's episode, I am talking with Brendan from Lock One Distilling Company. If you're not familiar with the buzz that's happening, the circumstances that are surrounding Lock One Distilling Company and Syracuse University right now, I'll give you a quick, quick snapshot, even though we talk about most of this in the podcast. Uh, and you can also find this stuff online. Basically, Lockwood Distilling Company comes out with a uh, um, orange-flavored liqueur called Cuse Juice. Uh, files a patent for it. It's approved, whatever the terminology is. They launched this last year, and shortly thereafter, Syracuse University uh, catches wind that this product product exists and tells Lock One that it infringes on patents and trademarks that Syracuse University has and that Lock One has to stop making and distributing and selling this product immediately. Um, that's essentially what's going on. You'll find out a lot of the details in my conversation with Brendan and definitely find out their perspective and their side of things. Um, is which is what I wanted this podcast to be about. You can also find out a lot of the details by going on Syracuse.com. I believe Don Krasinski or Krasinski, I, I'm, I apologize. I know I just butchered his last name. Don's working on an article. Uh, I believe News Channel 9 put something out. Uh, I found out about it through some Facebook link, and I forget where it originated from. But anyways, what's happening is uh, the end game or the end result right now is that Lock One decided to stop making and producing and selling uh, Q's juice. They understood that Syracuse University, being the powerhouse that it is, would drag this issue out in the court system forever, and it would be way too expensive for this two- or three-year-old distillery in Phoenix to be able to afford um, to fight this battle through the court system. And so they've decided to uh, give in to the demands from Syracuse University, and as of October 1st, there will be no more Cuse juice anywhere, unless you bought a bottle like me, and you're going to keep it, which I am. Um, so I'm going to talk like uh, I'm going to assume that you know all the details with it. I 100% uh, feel that Syracuse University is in the wrong in this situation, you can argue the fact that they have their trademark and their patent and that they are required by law to defend those things to a certain extent or else they will, you know, lose their trademark or patent or however it works. I don't understand everything. I haven't looked into 100% of everything on that end. So I am speaking ignorantly to a certain extent. And for any of you who are listening to this who are SU alum and feel the need to defend everything orange and blue... That's fine. Lawyers that are listening to this, that's fine too. I am admitting that I am ignorant in some of the details surrounding these issues. Having said all of that, I feel Syracuse University is in the wrong. We're a tight community here in Central New York and in Syracuse, especially in Syracuse. I won't say Central New York. We're a tight community here in Syracuse. And Syracuse University is a huge part of everything that happens here. It the athletics affect the economics of the surrounding downtown area in such drastic ways. Uh, businesses right now, restaurants, especially restaurants in 
uh, the summer months here struggle because the student population isn't here um, to come in and spend money. And, you know, I have a client who has a restaurant in downtown and we always know on like, let's say a basketball uh, night, a night that there's a home game uh, for the Syracuse men's basketball uh, team. We know if it'll be a busy night or not and if they win or lose. If Syracuse loses at home in, in men's basketball, it's pretty much going to be a dead night. If they win, then you need to like almost double staff because people are going to be coming down from the dome and they're going to be stopping at every restaurant and bar along the way, especially some of the, you know, obvious ones um, that are, you know, in Marshall Street and all that kind of stuff. But it listen, that trickles down to everywhere in downtown. Business, the Syracuse University, those the student population affects business in Syracuse in a major way. And especially considering that the majority, if not all, I mean, obviously not all, but there's a couple, but um, strong majority of food service, of the food service industry in Syracuse is local. It is small business. And to have SU um, just throw their financial weight into this and completely stomp out this product that Lock One distilling company came up with in my opinion is absolutely ridiculous um, there should have been concessions made there should have been workarounds there should have been compromises whatever you want to call it they should Syracuse University in my opinion should have found a way to work with Lockwood distilling company on this issue and figure out a way that both could coexist that Cuse juice could co could exist right along with the current trademarks and patents that Syracuse University has. If that was just beyond impossible, then they should be helping them rebrand, which I don't think we talk about in the podcast, rebranding Cuse Juice just isn't going to work. It's not going to have the same effect. It's not going to have the same sales that Cuse Juice has. Maybe it will down the road, but for the for a good while, it's, gonna, it's not going to be the same. And the lock one is going to suffer financially because of that. So whatever it is, I just, you know, I'm not going to take up this entire intro and now almost 10 minutes of me talking about um, the details of why I think Syracuse University is wrong. I just feel that they are. It could be completely wrong in the legal world and whatever world you want to imagine or think of or come up with or whatever. I just think Syracuse University is wrong. And uh, this is just a crappy situation and... I'm holding on to some hope that something will be done from this, whether it's Syracuse University reaches out a hand to help lock one or something. I don't know what. I just really hope something's done because it just doesn't seem right. Having said all that, we're going to jump into the episode here. Uh, this is going to be the last episode for about a month. Uh, Eat Local CNY, we are growing and moving into a studio, uh, especially as I'm doing more in the world of video production and podcasting and uh, photography and decided that it was necessary to have uh, my own space, our own space. And so we have a studio moving in uh, September 1st and going to get that set up. Right now, the podcasts take place in a number of locations here, like I'm recording this at my dining room table, um, sometimes on site, like when we were at IBU and a few other places. 
And uh, I've been lucky enough that Cafe Kubal, who has uh, their own little podcasting areas, let me use their space for a podcast. So now we're moving it into the studio, uh, into this new studio space. Also going to be ramping up YouTube channel and launching and definitely ramping up a lot more classes in terms of photography and educational for local restaurant owners in terms of content creation and social media. And so with that, I'm not scheduling any more interviews until we get into that studio space and get it all set up. I'm really excited uh, for this next round of podcast. I've already got Adam from Salt City Market on the board. I've got uh, Tim from Taylor and the Cook out in Utica coming up for a future episode. Uh, so just really looking forward to it. So we're going to have that up and running. So again, this is going to be the last one for about a month. And we're going to launch back in the, into the new space. That's all I got for you. Uh, Eat Local CMY card comes out September. Be on the look for that. The new Eat Local CMY card is going to look so much better than the current one. And it's the new round. If you're listening to this and you have your Eat Local CMY card, that card expires the end of September. And then October 1st launches the new card. And that is going to go into the end of next December. And 20% of all Eat Local CMY card sales starting in September through next year are going to be donated to Helping Hounds right here in Syracuse. So head over to eatlocalcny.com and pick up your Eat Local CNY card. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Brendan from Lock One Distilling Company. All right, so uh, can you start with just give me your first and last name? Yeah, Brendan Backus. And we're sitting here at Lock One Distillery, right? Yep, Lock One Distilling Company. Company. You yeah. got it. So, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, eat local CNY. We just promote locally owned whatever. And um, unfortunately, you know, we're doing a podcast on the heels or in the middle of all this stuff that's going on with SU and Q's Juice. But... Uh, we were talking beforehand. I just feel really passionate about this. I think it's complete bullshit that the university is doing this and, uh, hopefully something comes of it, you know, whatever it is. I don't know if anything still can be done with it and the, like the legal system and all that kind of stuff, but hopefully something changes. Right. Right. So that's my goal. Um, so can you just give us like a quick backdrop, like background of what's happened? Yeah, so we launched Cuse Juice uh, last August, a week before the fair, uh, New York State Fair. And in about the end of November, just after Thanksgiving of last year, we got a call from Syracuse University, which uh, the first call was, stop making that, you can't make this. Hmm. Uh, And we said, well, what do you mean? Talk to our attorney. We went back and forth, and, you know, they made it clear that, they weren't okay with it. Yeah. They felt that it violated their trademarks and their common law rights that they had. Hmm. So nine months of conversation, communication, going back and forth through attorneys, uh, trying to come up with any way that we could think of to save this product, right. um, you know, whether we could license it through them or you know, pay a royalty or whatever we could come up with um, or you know, change the name or something that they would be okay with, and we just couldn't come to terms amongst each other to to continue to manufacture it yeah. um, they made it clear that 
they would have no affiliation with any hard liquor hmm. product. So mid-July, yeah. we came to an agreement to uh, stop production and to abandon our trademark. Hmm. And here we are. Yeah. Was, I mean, their, their issue was that they don't want to be associated with hard liquor. Their issue was they felt that this product, Q's Juice, could be confused or maybe confused that it was affiliated with Syracuse University. Hmm. And for that reason, they felt that they had to, you know, cause us to stop producing it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we're from Syracuse. I'm from Syracuse. I think even the people that like on Instagram that have sided that are siding with like the SU side, uh, even they've never said anything about like the association with Syracuse. It's ridiculous to think that somebody who has the name Cuse or anything like that would immediately associate that with Syracuse University. That's, you know, that's how we felt. We right. felt it's associated with Syracuse, the city. Right. Um, you know, the, the slogan on the back is nectar of the sun from the city that sees none. Yeah. It's kind of a funny line. Anyone from Syracuse yeah. gets that, right. you know, because sure. we get more snow and, and <laughs> gloomy days here than anybody. Yeah. Maybe Alaska's worse. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. But uh, it was meant to be a product for Syracuse, New York, the city. Right. Um, we're proud to be from here. We, you know, we want to help put Syracuse on the map more than it already has. And we thought this was a great product to do that. Yeah. And people say, well, why orange? Well, if you do any research, you'll find that orange flavored products are one of the hottest flavored alcoholic mm. products there are. Orange flavored vodka is huge. We didn't want to do a flavored vodka. Our rice vodka is pure and clean. And, and mm. we just decided we didn't want to get into the flavored vodka lines. So yeah. we said, why not do an orange liqueur? Mm. And, you know, a liqueur makes sense to make the orange color, and Q's Juice was launched. Yeah. What were sales like when, it first, when you first started? They were great. Yeah. I mean, the fair helped. People, you know, loved it. <laughs> they embraced it. The community embraced it, and it tastes good. So, yeah. so they loved it. I mean, it makes a lot of good drinks, creamsicles and, and floats and just all kinds of cool things you can do with it. Yeah. And we were really proud of it because – as far as we knew and as far as I still know, there is no other orange liqueur hmm. being produced in New York State by a New York State farm distillery. Yeah, for sure. So it allowed us as a farm distillery to make some cocktails that we couldn't make without it because people may or may not know, but as a farm distillery, we can't just go buy right. um, you know, orange-flavored liqueurs. They have to be produced in New York State. Yeah. So this allowed us to make a new realm of drinks that we couldn't do prior to the creation of Q's Juice. Yeah, and they have to be made with, is it 90%? 75% currently, but I expect yeah. that to go up in the future, which is yeah. okay because we use 100% New York State grains in all yeah. of our products. So that's pretty much just as strict as, as it is for a brewery that's going to be a farm. Yeah, the breweries are definitely going up. They've already published, I think, until 2021, the mm. requirements that are going up for New York State okay. uh, products as far as hops and barley. Yeah. Um, and malt um but, but so far we're 75 percent yeah but i mean you're pulling everything in from the state everything comes yeah. from new york state that we do so yeah you know i mean there's <clears throat> i to me you think of like you know i think of syracuse university as like it's something the city's connected to something that you know the, i agree it's a part of the city yeah right they belong to the city exactly you know, and I've reached out to like a few different departments there trying to get people for podcasts and that kind of stuff or, you know, not for this one, but for other ones that I produce or record. 
and it is very difficult. I mean, it does seem like, at least to me, aside from athletics, there is, unless you've gone to school at SU, there's a pretty strong separation between the university and the city. And I think, for, and that's my opinion, obviously, okay. but I think this is just even further proof of that. I mean, to think that there's a small, that there's a, a local company, local business, that's making something like this that doesn't hurt the university in what whatsoever way, and that they're going to be that harsh um, towards you for this issue. I mean, were they kind of saying toward, like, I'd imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was the beginning of the conversation, like, hey, you can't do it, and then they just started to get, like, you know, stronger and stronger as the conversation went on? No, I think it started stronger. Okay. Um, I don't know, you know, what their tactics are, but it yeah. started by – stop making this Mm, and you know once we got our lawyer involved they realized and everybody realized it's not as simple you don't get to just say stop making this you have to have a reason why you have to actually get a court order to do that um you know you can't just tell somebody to stop making something yeah um and they weren't really they were actually pleasant to deal with okay it was just a matter of they felt this is the way it's going to be yeah and what option did we really have to fight it? Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it starts in the trademark level. Right. So we did our due diligence. We researched mm-hmm. the trademark. There was no trademark for Cuse Juice. Yeah. There's trademark for Cuse with an apostrophe right. in the clothing and apparel section of trademarks. Which the university has. Right. We're not making clothing and apparel. Right. So we attempted to trademark Cuse Juice mm-hmm. as in as a liquor or alcoholic beverage, which it went through the federal trademark process and they found no issues Mm. with it. So they published it. Yeah. Now there's a time where there's a time period for opposition. Right. That's when SU got a hold of us and said, we are going to oppose your trademark. Yeah. So throughout Mm. the process, they filed several extensions. So they never technically opposed the trademark. Yeah. But if we hadn't reached an agreement, that was step one. They would have opposed the trademark. We would have had to fight their opposition, yeah. which costs a large sum of money. Yeah. And even if we won that, got approved, and the federal trademark board said, yes, there's no issues, you can have this trademark, Syracuse University made it clear that they would come after us for what they call common law rights. Hmm. So really owning the trademark did nothing for us besides cost us money and they were going to come after us anyways wow now you can be tied up for several years large sums of money yeah they can appeal it several times even if we were to win Mm -hmm. and we're a new company we you know we've been open here for two years selling products and just over a year in the tasting room here yeah um you know we've only been licensed since 2015 Hmm. so we're young, and we don't have the financial means to yeah. go against somebody like Syracuse University. Yeah, I don't know of many locally owned food and beverage businesses around here that would have that kind of money. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, was there ever any like was there ever any any sort of a conversation that like took place around a compromise? You know, I mean, I understand like you know what they're saying, so it's kind of hard to see a compromise. But was there ever any like opportunity for that? So. Initially, and Syracuse has come back and released a statement that, you know, Lock One could have simply changed the name and continued to produce the product. Yeah, but that's not real. You can't. 
I mean, but you have branding we around. can change the name. It's a possibility. Yeah. It's not out of the question. It takes a relatively long time because people don't realize how regulated we are by the federal and state government. Mm-hmm. You have to have a formula approval. You yeah. have to have a label approval. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a state label approval. Then you have to price post it to New York State Liquor Authority. <laughs> then you can offer it for sale. Right. And that can take upwards of six months. And you know, you know, how much money? And the next question is what will SU allow us to call it? I'm not going to get into crazy details for yeah. legal reasons, but very early in our conversation, they made it clear uh, that there wasn't many choices when it came to what they were going to let us call it hmm. because it's already established as a product. Yeah. So we're not confident that it can come back as a name and them not have a problem with it. Well, listen, even if they were... Even if they were very lenient on an alternative name for it, from somebody who does advertising, you can't, I mean, you can't just call it something different and expect sales to be the same or the brand to be the same. It's known as Q's, you know, everything with it has to go along. Yeah, it's all tied together as a brand, right? right? You know, Q's juice, the nectar of the sun from the city that sees none. I mean, it's all tied together. Yeah. And once you lose that, you know, what do you have at that point? Yeah, it's not just a quick flip and everything's fine. Yeah, I mean, you'd still suffer from that. Absolutely. So, I mean, where do, where do things stand as of today? Well, I mean, they stand that we signed an agreement with Syracuse University in mid-July that you know, we would stop production hmm. and we would, uh, they allowed us to have until October 1st to sell off our inventory. Okay. And they allowed our, they made it clear that they would not go after our distributors or retailers ever. Hmm. So they have indefinitely to sell our products. Okay. Well, yeah. our Q's juice in general, they can sell until their inventory is depleted. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, when, when was it that did production have to stop immediately? Mid July, yeah, when we okay. the day we signed the agreement. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there any? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't know where you know legally where things are, but is there any way to have any of these things reversed or overturned or anything I, like that? Not as far as I know. I mean, Syracuse University at this point would have to, you know, null nullify our agreement and say, um, you know, we're never mind. We're okay with them making this. Uh, right now, we have a legal document that's signed by both parties. Yeah. So they would have to back out of it. Yeah. And I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, where Where do you guys stand as like your next step from here with it? We just let it go away at this yeah. particular time. You know, after October first, we have to destroy yeah. anything that's remaining. We have to destroy our marketing material. Hmm. Um, you know, it it dies as a brand on that day. And yeah. then, you know, we could rebrand it. We don't have current plans to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, we actually had plans to release Q's Juice in three other flavors. Oh, really? Uh, the labels were already designed. Jesus. And uh, yeah. once Syracuse started pushing back on this, we decided, well, what's the point in investing in three other flavors? Yeah. Again, formula approval label approval right All right so we had the labels designed we hadn't gone through label approval process yet yeah and we said well we might as well hmm. you know wait at this point and see how this pans out yeah and so we've just decided to abandon that too yeah um so uh, well hmm. uh how many let me ask you this i don't know if you know this number off the top of your head but how many bottles are there left i don't know okay right. i mean it's hard to say <laughs> you know we 
it's hard to say what was produced versus yeah. what distributors had in their inventory. Yeah. Um, you know, we started producing this last October. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I would say, you know, there's probably five to 10,000 bottles out there. Wow. Okay. Um, whether or not they, you know, I don't know what the distributors had for inventory before yeah. this happened and vice versa. So, you know, there's a definitely a limited supply. Yeah. You think people should start selling it for like $300 a bottle on uh, I don't, eBay? I don't. Okay. I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I don't. I don't care for that. Yeah, I don't like sure. when, when liquor stores do that either. <laughs> I get it, right? Yeah. We live in, in a capitalist economy, and it's it's supply yeah. and demand. But I just want people to be able to get it, the people that want it. Yeah. Um, and it's sad because people are now buying it to save yeah. versus drink. And I want them to drink it because they enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, we knew it was a good product and people like it. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the feedback that we've gotten via social media from all yeah. of our people that that love this product and drink this product they're sad to see it go yeah. they love the taste of it they love the product and that's the biggest thing that we see right why don't you just rename it we don't care what it's called we want the product it's a good product right the problem becomes is how marketable is it under a different name and yeah. you know and at this point we can't even call it you know Syracuse juice which is the name of the city it's not an abbreviated right. form of it it's the name of the city yeah um, I mean, this could be because I'm stubborn, but even if there, even if it was viable for you to be able to, to rebrand it and still have it be as successful, in my opinion, this is, uh, you know, I, I've heard the, kind of the legal arguments about the university has an obligation to um, defend the trademark or else they can lose the trademark. So I do understand that to a certain extent, but they could also just... I agree, but I think that... They should look into that because yeah. I think there's plenty of examples. I don't think. I know there's plenty of examples of businesses and entities in this area yes. using the words Q's, yeah. using the word Syracuse, mm-hmm. using the color orange, using the color blue. Mm-hmm. I wish all of those people the best. I hope they don't have any of the problems that I've had. Yeah. But, you know, if, trade, if trademark comes down to enforcement, right. why, are, why are they enforcing it on us? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know whether they're – Going after these other entities and businesses, right. I have no idea. Yeah, but they're out there. Yeah, I agree with that statement a hundred percent. Is it because we're alcohol? Yeah, I mean that's sad if that's the case because New York State is very pro-alcohol. Yeah, I for mean sure. the legislation, the laws. We are creating great agribusiness in this state uh, it, yeah. from the ground up, from farmers right up through you know production like we do to retailers and distributors. It's yeah. It's it's a great thing. I mean, listen, the alcohol business in New York State has boomed over the past couple of years. Absolutely. And how many jobs and small businesses have been created and how many tax dollars have been generated. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I think this is such a huge issue in the relationship from the city and the university. And I mean, I don't know if there should be someone that mediates that or not but clearly there isn't anyone if this is happening in my opinion especially it's you know it's one thing for them to like it's still unacceptable in my mind for them to say you can't do this anymore it's completely different from what i understand of the story that was you know put out there and how i learned about it is that then they filed their own to have their own juice. yeah yeah, i'm not sure the relevance of that i don't know why they filed 
for Cuse Juice um, right. afterwards. I don't know what product they create or make that's right. called Cuse Juice. Yeah. Um, or that so, they're going to. So create. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. You know, there's just so many things that I th- I think is uh, just a sign of you know a bully and uh, to have Syracuse be so local minded and pro small business uh, to have this happen to a small local business is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything you've learned, or you know, you and the team have learned here during this process? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't mean to put it that blatantly, but no, we we did our due diligence. Yeah. I felt we were good. Yeah. It's not like we went into this thinking, let's tie this to the university and see if we get away with it. Right. We did our research. We did our homework. We talked to three trademark and patent attorneys. Yeah. And it seemed like a home run, like there would be no issues. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I, I actually, I, I was false in saying no. I did <laughs> learn, um, you know, don't make a product, I guess, that somebody that has more money than you uh, yeah. th- that's going to fight you for it because we just can't afford it. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't think it would it would end at that, but that's really the truth. Like right. I said before, it comes down to dollars and cents. If we had the monetary ability, mm-hmm. I would be fighting this. Yeah. Uh, it, we just simply don't. I hear you. Yeah. So. How's business been since the stories have come out? Business is good. Obviously, Q's juice sales have gone up, yeah. but our products speak for themselves. Yeah. You know, uh, people may or may not know Rise Vodka, our first product released, is the most awarded vodka in New York State. Yeah, we have twelve gold medals, yeah. two of which were won internationally <laughs> in Berlin. So we're pretty proud of that. All right. And that's the base spirit in Q's juice, actually. Yeah, that's what makes it so smooth. Our our products do well. Our spot here, our tasting room does well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a good following. Uh, obviously, you know, this has helped maybe bring yeah. to light some of what we make. And, and it's mm-hmm. helped people that have drank Q's Juice to now know that, oh, that comes from Lock One. Yeah. They, they may not have necessarily known right. where it came from. Yeah, um, That's something we do a little different than a lot of the New York State distilleries. Mm-hmm. We don't name our products after our distillery. Gotcha. You'll see that. Yeah. You'll see that a lot with New York State products. Like, um, you know, it would be Lock One Orange Liqueur and Lock One Vodka and Lock One Cinnamon Whiskey. Hmm. We don't do that. We yeah. actually release all of our products as a brand of yeah. themselves. Yeah. So that's, you know, another reason why Q's Juice was the way it was. It's its, it's its own brand. Yeah, that's awesome. So. So where can people find you? We're all over the place. Yeah. I mean, in central New York, you can go into most any liquor store and find some or all of our products restaurants bars um they all have our products yeah you know and if they don't please ask for them yeah um, for sure. you know we like to you know we're in turning stone Q's juice was even in darien lake hmm. um you know we have our products all over so pretty much from buffalo to albany yeah south down to binghamton north up to messina we yeah. haven't really conquered the new york city area yet yeah we haven't broke into that market that's uh, a little yeah. intimidating there's yeah, a there's sure. a lot of uh, you know population down there yeah but yeah we're we're pretty much everywhere and that's you know awesome. especially q's juice q's juice was since its launch mm-hmm. was just so widely accepted and and you would go into a place that didn't have our other products and they had q's juice yeah so yeah that's it's awesome. kind of sad in that respect that this was our foot in the door for a lot of products because it was so you know marketed towards syracuse the city and people are proud to be from here and that's what's really 
been humbling to us in the press and on social media is people really are heartfelt about this product and because they are proud of Syracuse, the city in New York that they're from. Yeah. This is a pretty harsh place to live, right? Yeah, we have some sure. some crazy winters yeah. and some harsh climates and this was a product that brought us together, mm-hmm. you know, and the support from our fans in the local community has been overwhelming. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really, really, it's humbling. I had no idea how many people would stand by our side and fight for us and, and believe in us. Yeah. I think it just, it goes further into what the city and the community stands for. And, you know, if there's one thing I can think of, it's small business. Yeah. You know, and well, we've lost most of our industry, right? Right. I mean, large business is kind of gone in Syracuse. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up, all my parents, grandparents, relatives all worked in the manufacturing industries that we had here and they're gone those jobs are gone so we have to find something here or right our economy is just going to crumble yeah for sure and the alcohol industry has been great yeah it has you know i was talking i had my dad on my on the podcast uh for the last episode and um you know i grew up different my grandfather if there was a jukebox pinball machine cigarette machine in the area you pretty much got it from his company oh that's cool and my dad owned restaurants and that kind of stuff my grandfather was really, really successful, and, you know, dad, not so much. He didn't have as much success in the restaurant industry, but I just remember growing up and seeing some of the struggles my parents went through owning restaurants, mm-hmm. and so I get it. Like, understand, if you're opening food and beverage, and, I mean, really, what's more difficult or, or expensive than alcohol and spirits in New York State right now if you're going to be in that food and beverage industry? Right. Um, you know, if you're opening that up, you need help. You need support. You need, you know. Well, you need a strong economy too, yeah, right? For, yeah, the, for the sure. more successful the economy is, the more money people have to spend here, right. the more they're going to go out to eat. They're going to patronize restaurants yeah. and bars and, and small businesses like that. So, yeah. and to do that, you need industry. Yeah. You need jobs. You need, you know, yeah. production here. And alcohol is one of, you know, small pieces of that puzzle. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. So people can find you here at the Tasting Room in Phoenix. Yep. Uh, they can find you online. What's the website? Uh, L1DC.com. Okay. And then obviously they can find not only Q's Juice, but any number of the things that you're putting out. Yep. Uh, all six of our products are, are all over the you know New York State. Yeah. So, uh, but I'll just, I'm going to say this because I think it would be amazing. Go to your local liquor store head up here to lock one go to any bar or restaurant ask for q's juice yeah buy so a bottle we've actually suspended bottle sales here okay um we we've kept enough remaining inventory for our distributors okay for the tasting room to actually serve drinks yeah until that october 1st deadline there you go and we've kept enough inventory for the new york state fair Okay. Um, you know we mm. we suggest if you want to get it locally please go to your local liquor store yeah they still have supply, okay. Um, but we want to keep some for the fair because, as a farm distillery, we're allowed to sell there, mm-hmm. and we just get, mm-hmm. you know, patrons from all over New York State. Yeah. So we like to be able to to satisfy those people that aren't necessarily from here as well. Yeah. So. And you're going to be selling this at the fair. We will. Yes. Okay. Yes, we Do you will. You know where you're going to be at. So we're in the horticulture building. Okay. I'm not sure of exactly what dates. Yeah. We'll also be out front on uh, front of the Empire Room cool. several days, awesome. and I think we're 
in a couple of the other businesses there. I'm not sure of exactly who. Okay. Uh, somebody that's in the new Expo Center. What is, is that? Pepinos or yeah, something Pepinos in there? I'm pretty there. sure we're doing some stuff with them. Cool. All right. uh, and like I said, the Empire Room. So yeah. so we'll be around. And they can find you guys on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Please, cool. you know, Any like our like our uh, yeah. pages and yeah. join into what we're doing. I'll make sure and put the tags in the notes. Any big party planned for uh, October 1st? You know, that's funny. It got brought up earlier today by somebody else, and I hadn't really thought of it. But, yeah, I think maybe yeah. the end of September, maybe we'll do a Q's Juice send-off party. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. We are going to do an event here. I'm not sure of the date, so mm-hmm. check out Facebook. Okay. But we're going to do a Q's Juice float night. Oh, so nice. we're going to have burned dairy ice cream. Oh, cool. Um, and I'm not sure the exact recipe, but basically a Q's Juice float, yeah. you know, vanilla ice cream float. Yeah, that'll so be good. So that should be pretty that'll cool. Be real good. And maybe a send-off party. Again, look on Facebook and <laughs> see if we, uh, you know, we make an event for yeah. signing off on Q's Juice. <laughs> it'll be a sad day. Yeah, but bittersweet, but that'll be We'll cool. celebrate it in style. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, listen, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. There it is, folks. I hope you enjoy the conversation. I really do, because I would not be happy if you just listened to 30 minutes of me and someone else talk, and then we're dissatisfied. So I hope you were satisfied with that conversation. Actionable steps right now for you to take go to a local liquor liquor store and purchase a bottle of Q's juice. Hell, purchase 10. I don't know. That's like 400 bucks. Purchase one or two. Um, go give Lockwood Distilling Company a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Head over to their website. Get them some web traffic. Uh, write your congressman. I don't know. Petition the mayor. Do something. Uh, but give them your attention and if you can, if you're able, your money. Local business being pushed out in this product. I understand they're not closing. Lockwood Distilling Company is not going under by any stretch. I get that. But this is a revenue stream that they had of selling Q's Juice that now is stripped away from them. And they are getting attention, and this, hopefully, this attention they're getting right now is really going to help their business, and that they're going to see a surge in sales during this time, that they can pay off debt or expand or launch a new... I don't know what they're going to do with their money, but hopefully that's what happens. Uh, And they can still open up on October 2nd and sell any of the other products that they have. I get all of that. This still isn't right. Don't argue with me about the legality either. Just right and wrong. What's right, what's wrong, this is wrong. Sorry. And, you know, I'm not typical, like, I don't care. I typically just let things go. I typically just let things go. I'm not one for signing petitions or protests or rallies. I don't think they really, you know, whatever. I'm not into them. I would be the first in line at any sort of a protest or rally, first signature for a petition to try and get this reversed and to try and tell Syracuse University that what they're doing is wrong. So there it is. If you're still following, head over to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, find Eat Local CNY. Just Type it in your search bar. It will pop up. 
give us a follow or a like or whatever you do there. Subscribe. That would be awesome. Definitely check out that YouTube channel because coming up with the uh, new podcast episodes here in the next month, definitely going to be putting a lot of attention into YouTube. And that's all I got, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you.